Folks, basketball players around the world, wait for this moment. The 2020 season, to me, was a travesty. It's a travesty that we didn't get the amazing NCAA basketball tournament. March Madness, baby! Oh, I get so pumped! And I'm so pumped that my alma mater, the University of Hartford Hawks, is going to be in the tournament for the first time in their history. Super excited for that. Super excited. And for those of you who watched my uh, weekly podcast, uh, know exactly how pumped up I am for the Hawks to be there. But there's so many teams, so many good teams that made it here. And today we're going to talk about all of them. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago and it's tournament time. You're going to go through with me as I make my bracket, or at least break down the first round of the NCAA tournament. And friends... I think you're going to love what you see. Stick with us because sports, sports, sports starts now! And welcome, welcome to the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you who are new to the show now, usually we talk about all the big four and sports and blah, blah, blah. But what I did this week for the tournament is break it into two separate episodes. You want your NBA, your NHL, all that fun stuff, then go watch the episode that's already aired. If you're here for tournament talk and basketball and the NCAA tournament, then this is your place to be. And if you're a fan of the University of Hartford Hawks like I am, be ready because I'm going to name drop them four million times. YouTube, you push this to the top. Doesn't matter who they're playing in the first round. It's Baylor at number one. It doesn't matter that they're a 16 seed and only one 16 seed has ever won a first round game. It doesn't matter. We are all as Americans going to root for the University of Hartford Hawks. So, let's talk tourney here, all right? We're just going to break it down and go right into the tournament. But first, if you like what you're here today, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports Wars Sports with Nick Drago. That's me. And you can email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Now, to make our bracket today, we are going to be using... ESPN. I know I like to bash them a lot on my show, especially last week's debacle where none of their articles were loading and I just looked like a boob. Well, that's okay, friends. We're going to give them a chance to allow us to make our bracket live with you on the air. This isn't live, but shh, don't tell anybody. Uh, here we go. So, we're going to break this down exactly like they do right here. All right, so Gonzaga, uh, we don't know who they're going to be playing because the, the you have a play-in game right before that, but Gonzaga is undefeated. They are by far the best team we are going to get a chance to see in this tournament. Um, honestly, there's nothing, there's no reason for me to think Gonzaga is going to lose this game. Now, I mentioned it before, only once as a 16 seed, like the University of Hartford Hawks will be, beating a one seed. This is not going to be one of those games. All right? They have some amazing players. Corey Crispert. They got Drew Tim. They got Jalen Suggs. 
Um, they're unblemished, and they've beaten some great teams too. Kansas, Virginia, Iowa, West Virginia, and Auburn. I'm going with the Zags, guys. I got to go with the Zags to win that first game. Now, Oklahoma and Missouri. Now, this is a little bit different. Missouri's got a great record against, uh, they got a winning record against top 25 teams. That's a, That, to me, is a big call-out. Now, they're not ranked as highly uh, in conference. They they were only 8-8, eight and eight, but I like what Missouri has to offer here. Um, Oklahoma finished the season 0-4. They're not, ah, uh, that, I mean, and that probably hurt their seeding a bit. They're 15-10. and 10. Before that, they were 15-6. and 6. Um, Probably would have been much higher but uh, Missouri started. Missouri started the season thirteen and three. They had a great start too, and they've also sort of gotten. They they sort of dragged it out at the end. I feel like I'm going to go with Missouri in this one. Um, they're definitely a higher scoring team. I think they've beaten some ranked opponents before. They can beat Oklahoma. I'm going with Missouri now. Creighton. Creighton had a huge loss to Georgetown the other day, but never mind that. UCB. UCS. B. That's UC Santa Barbara. Um, they they got hot at the right time. An eighteen and one run. Eighteen and one. That I mean, they have a great record. They're twenty two and four. Twenty two and four. But they haven't played a single ranked team all year. Creighton, meanwhile, plays in a very challenging conference. And uh, they're some of their big. I mean, they they split a series with Villanova, right? They. Barely lost to Kansas. They lost by one point to Kansas. They beat UConn three times and beat Seton Hall twice. Um, and they got a win over Xavier, too. Those were some big wins for Creighton. Yeah, they, they lost to Georgetown, but honestly, it doesn't matter. Creighton is definitely the team to beat in that matchup. Now, Ohio, not Ohio State, just just Ohio, is taking on UVA, Virginia. Now, Ohio is a high-scoring team. They average 73 points per game, over 73 points per game. Um, they've only beat, they've only played one top ranked school and lost. Virginia is one in three against the top 25, but the Cavaliers are the Cavaliers. Uh, you know, they had, did they have the best, they had the best record in the ACC this season, but had to withdraw from the tournament. Yeah. Before the semifinals because of a positive COVID case. So that hurts UVA. Maybe they'd be ranked a little bit higher too. Uh, but I'm I gotta go with Virginia in this one. Now USC, uh, they're gonna either take on Wichita or Drake. USC is a fantastic team. You know, even though they they crushed you know they crushed BYU, they lost to UConn, they lost to Colorado, they lost to Colorado three times actually. Um, they have some great great players, especially Evan Mobley, who's averaging 16.8 points per game. Um, a player like that is pretty darn good. And they're shooting 70% from the free throw line. Uh, that's actually kind of crummy. Uh, 70% from the free throw line? Wow. Uh, well, either way, I, I still think USC is the better team, whether it's Wizard Shot or Drake, those play-in game team. I don't know if a play-in game... Yeah, they've won. There's been teams that have won those before. But uh, Next up is Kansas and EWU. I'm sure you can already guess who I'm going to pick here. Kansas is an eight and six. Let's see some of their bigger games. Um, they beat Baylor at one point. That's big. Kansas did beat Baylor. Um, they they split a, split a series with Ohio, Oklahoma State, West Virginia. Uh, they beat Texas Tech twice. They beat Creighton. They also beat Creighton by one point. Kansas is by far 
they're they're just a great team. Now they're another one. They had to withdraw from their conference tournament because of COVID nineteen. Um, but defensively, Kansas has probably one of the best defenses in the country right now, uh, which is why I'm picking them to beat a 14 seed. I mean, come on, uh, no surprises there. Oregon, Oregon, and VCU. Now both teams, both teams have not gotten a single win over top 25 opponent, um, but they both played one. Um, let's see here. They beat Memphis by 11. This is VCU. They beat Utah State by 16. St. Louis. They had some big wins there. Uh, Oregon's best game was probably against Seton Hall, where they beat them by 13 points. Um, and then lost. They actually lost to Oregon State in the Pac-12. But they had won 11 of 12 games before that point. Um, I, I think Oregon's clicking right now. I Normally, in, in a 7-10 game, I may actually be tempted to go for the 10. But the way Oregon's been over the last few weeks, I just like what the Ducks can do. Just like it. Uh, Iowa and GCU. Iowa's another one of those teams. Now, they're 8-5 and five versus top-ranked opponents. They beat North Carolina by 13. They beat Purdue by 15. They beat Maryland by 22. They beat Wisconsin three times. They're not going to lose to a 15 seed in GCU. Sorry. So I'm going to go with Iowa there. All right. Moving into our next bracket here, Michigan, and Michigan's going to play one of these play-in games. Now, I, I actually don't know who M, MSM or TX whatever. Jesus. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, Michigan's a great team. Now, granted, uh, they had to pause midway through the season. They lost one of their best players. Uh, now, they have a great freshman freshman in uh, Hunter Dickinson, 13 points per game, 7 rebounds per game, and 1.4 blocks per, per game. Um, but Isaiah Livers is on the sidelines, and that's going to hurt them. Now, Michigan, by all means, Michigan is going to get past this first, first this playing game here. No doubt in my mind, Michigan's going to get there. But after that, Things get a little shaky, and you know maybe next week we'll do the next round, and we'll go from there and see what happens. Now LSU playing St. Bonaventure. My St. Bonaventure friends out there are very happy to see this game happen. Uh, they did win two games versus VCU. They did win a game against St. Louis. They beat Richmond at one point. Um, Cameron Thomas, though, for LSU, is the SEC Newcomer of the Year. 22.8 points per game. Plus, they have Trenton Watford. Plus, they have Javante Smart. LSU has a great team. Now, don't get me wrong. St. Bonaventure is very balanced, but they haven't played any ranked opponents. Um, rank, BPI ranking, they're actually very close, these two teams. Uh, but if I have to go with one of the two, I have to go with LSU in this one. Colorado and Georgetown. Oh, my God. I love Georgetown coming off a big win over Creighton. Colorado has lost some big games. Tennessee, Oregon, UCLA. Uh, meanwhile, Georgetown's gotten two wins over Creighton. They've beaten Villanova. Yeah, sure, they couldn't get past UConn or Syracuse. They beat Seton Hall twice, Xavier once. I actually, this is going to be my first, my first upset here. I'm going with Georgetown to upset Colorado. You heard it here first. Way to go, Patrick Ewing. And maybe you're just being like, well, he's a Knicks fan. Of course he's going to go for Georgetown. No. I like what I see, and I'm sticking to him. <clears throat> All right, FSU. Florida State University taking on UNG, UN 
CG, the Spartans. Uh, listen, they, the Spartans, the UNCG finished the season on a 15 and three run. Um, yeah, it's an automatic bid. They won the, the they're from the Southern Conference. Um, now one of their best players is two-time Southern Conference Player of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year, Isaiah Miller. He averages 19.3 points per game. The Seminoles are going to have to stop that somehow. Uh, but honestly, they have an amazing defense, Florida State. Uh, they've never lost to a ranked opponent. That's huge. I mean, they beat Virginia by 21, North Carolina. Um, I like I, I like what I see from UNCG. I just think a different opponent might go a better way for them. FSU all the way in this one. I'm going for Florida State. Now, BYU will either take on UCLA or MSU. And this is this is actually kind of an interesting matchup. So, so BYU lost six games. Well, we don't know who's going to get there. But BYU lost six games this season. Um, and three of those six, I should mention, were against Gonzaga. Right? They've actually won. Who is the... They, they beat one top-ranked opponent. Uh, it was either... I, I'm not sure who it was. Maybe San Diego State or Utah State. Those are some of their big wins. Um, you know, B, BYU... They... They, they got some pretty good players. I mean, you take those three games away, it says here they, they would have been 20-3. and three. Um, Alex Barcelo, Brandon Averett, great backcourt. Barcelo has shot 48.6% from three-point range um, in the last two seasons. Again, I struggle with this one because UCLA or MSU, either one of them is a great team, but I honestly, be, I'm going with BYU. Going with those boys out in Utah. Texas and ACU. Now, ACU is 23-4, and four, but they haven't played the same type of teams that Texas has. Texas, though, has lost to Baylor. They've lost to Villanova. But this is the big one to me. They've beaten Kansas twice. They beat Kansas twice. And um, this is their, wow, their first conference title in 26 years. Pretty cool. Their top scorer, Andrew Jones. Um, plus, they have Matt Coleman. They have Courtney Ram Courtney Ramey. Uh, wow. This is this is a tough one. Is it though? I don't think so. I'm going with Texas. Yeah, Nick, you're you're picking all the top ranked teams here. Let's not keep doing that. Well, you know what though? Well, okay. Here's one. I actually don't. I don't like this ranking here. I'm gonna go with Maryland over UConn. I'm seeing it right now. So what am I looking at? First off, Maryland's beaten four top twenty-five teams. UConn couldn't beat one. They lost to Creighton three times. Uh, where Maryland, yeah, they, okay, they lost to Michigan three times, but they've beaten Wisconsin, Rutgers, which is in there. Um, they get crushed by Ohio State. <clears throat> UConn has the better record, but Maryland, I think, has the better record from a perspective of, of who they've played. Um, and they're well above the national average this season in three-point three percentage and percentage of points. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm going with the Terps. Let's go with the Terps. My wife likes them because they, they're turtles, so it's a good reason to pick them, right? Now, Maryland, Maryland, I think, is a team to beat here. Now, Iona and Alabama. Now, if you look at their records, Iona's only played a handful of games. <clears throat> and really, their only big team they played was Seton Hall, where they lost by 22 points. 
Meanwhile, Alabama, who, by the way, is usually not this good at basketball. This might be their best season. This might be one of their best seasons ever. Um, Alabama has the SEC Player of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year Award and Coach of the Year Award in Nate Oates. Uh, roll Tide. Let's, let's go with it. Let's go with Alabama here. All right, friends. Baylor and Hartford. That's right. Baylor versus Hartford. Now, a 16 seed can beat a 1 seed. Okay? Number 1 seeds are 139 and 1 against a 16. But the last time it happened, 2018, another team from Hartford's America East Conference, UMBC, crushed Virginia by 20 points, shooting only threes. They killed them from three-point range. Hartford's got it. They have a defense. I never said it was a good one. Not saying it's a bad one. But they have a defense that works. They they really need to up their game if they want to beat Baylor. The problem is they're shooting. It's not the best. It's not the best, but they can do it. Once this team is locked in, they can be locked in. Now, granted, they haven't played a team quite like Baylor. And Baylor right now is probably everyone's favorite. They've only lost two games this year, one to Kansas and one to Oklahoma State. <sighs> it pains me to say this, but I got I to gotta pick Baylor. I have to. Oh, the Hawks are so good. You know what? No. No. I'm going to pick the Hawks because Hartford, we're just doing it. We're doing it. I'm sorry. I'm going rogue here. And if Hartford wins, I'll probably be the only person in the country to pick them. But I smell it. I'm smelling an upset. I'm not, but I am. Go Hawks. Caca! I'm moving on from that pick. You can, if if you want to ignore the last one, that's totally fine. I understand. Uh, but I'm going with it. Going with the hog. Let's move on. All right, UNC versus Wisconsin. I like this matchup. This is a good matchup here. Uh, Wisconsin's three and nine against ranked opponents. USC is two and four. Uh, Wisconsin's lost to Michigan twice. They lost to Illinois twice, and they lost to Ohio State. They lost to Iowa three times. Um. Plus, the Tar Heels are four in their last six, and some of those were big victories. Florida State, Texas Tech. Um, <clears throat> UNC's biggest, the, the biggest thing for them is defense. Their defense is great. Wisconsin, they have a high turnover ratio. Oh, look, we're getting a text from Hannah. Let's see if it's anything important. Ready to come upstairs? I'm not. I'm not, Hannah. I'm sorry. We got to finish this up. Uh, but we're going to go with, <laughs> it sounds like my food is here. Uh, I'm going to go with Wisconsin in, in this one. I, I think the turn they can force enough turnovers, it's going to slow USC down. Villanova and Winthrop. Now, Winthrop, good for them getting back here. They've only lost one team this year. They've only lost to one team. But again, not a ranked opponent. Villanova, always one of the top teams in the country. Um, they did lose Colin Giuseppe. To his, you know, he had a knee injury. Um, but Jarrett... Jeremiah Robinson Earl, 15.7 points per game, has really made it work for them. Uh, who did they lose to, though? Who did Winthrop lose to? I don't think it says. Um, I don't know. It doesn't say. But, yeah, I'm, i got to go with Villanova on this one. <clears throat> Some, the 5-12, can, you, you, that's definitely where you're going to see your upsets. 
Uh, UNT taking on Purdue. Purdue is a fantastic team. Um, wow, they have the tallest roster in the Big Ten. Their rebounding rate is top-notch. Um, UNT has won four straight games. They did win the the USA tour- the CUSA tournament title. But uh, Purdue, we got to go with Purdue on this. Texas Tech and Utah State. <clears throat> I'm liking what I see from Texas Tech. They are ranked very highly, even though they lost 10 games. They lost twice to Baylor and, and West Virginia. Uh, I got to go with Texas Tech on this one. Come on, where's my buttons here? Uh, okay, Arkansas and Colgate. Wow, good for you, Colgate. Colgate's only lost one game themselves, but not a single opponent with a, not a single opponent ranked higher than seventy-five. Wow. Yeah, I'm already uh, I'm already telling you that that I'm going to go with Arkansas, and they're hot. They've won twelve of their last thirteen games. Yeah, they lost to LSU recently. Um, but they led the SEC in scoring with 82.8 points per game. Wow. Yeah, no, Arkansas. Going with Arkansas. Florida and Virginia Tech. Gotta love those Gators. But VT hasn't lost to a single top 25 opponent. Not once. They did lose to North Carolina. They lost to Louisville. They lost to Georgia Tech. Uh, meanwhile, Florida's lost to some good teams. Arkansas, Alabama, uh, and they lost, and they and they lost their best player, Keontae Johnson. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Virginia Tech. We're going with an upset, Virginia Tech over Florida. All right, Oral Roberts versus Oklahoma State. I love OSU. They're seven and four against ranked opponents. Um, yeah, they stumbled a little bit towards the end. They look good in the Big Ten in the tournament. Um, EJ Linden, Dwayne Washington Jr. Wow, combined thirty plus points a night. Not bad. Not bad. And their turnover rate is really good, too. Yeah, I, I'm, oh, I mean, to me, OSU is a no-brainer. All right, we got one more group here, and then we're going to wrap it up. Illinois versus Drexel. Go Drexel Dragons! Okay! Sorry, Phil, I live in Philadelphia, so way to go, Drexel. I'm rooting for you guys, too. We got two, two 16 seeds that could upset a one seed. It can happen, friends. If it can happen once, it can happen again. Uh, but I do have to pick Illinois in this one. Oh, man, Hannah's texting me again. Oh, man, what's this one? Food's about to be here. All right, well, it's not here yet, so we got time, friends. Loyola Chicago versus Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, wow, Loyola Loyola has only averaged 55.5 points per game. Georgia Tech's beaten some ranked opponents. I got to go with, I think I'm going to go with Georgia Tech in this one. Um, now, if you remember a few years ago, um, Loyola made it to the Final Four as an 11 seed. So, no, you can't count them out. And, yeah, they've had a much better season this year. But ah, magic like that doesn't always strike twice. We're going with an upset here, Georgia Tech. And I wouldn't, I mean, they're so closely ranked, I don't even know if I'd call that an upset. Uh, Tennessee versus Oregon State. Tennessee, wow, they both, they're, they're, this is kind of an even matchup here. Oregon State has a better offense, I would argue. Um, but Tennessee is ranked much higher. Now, who did Tennessee win? They beat Colorado. They've beaten Kansas. I like that. They beat Florida twice. Yeah, Florida's not great. Arkansas, they beat Arkansas. Hmm, this is a tough one for me. This is a tough one. Let's see. 
Well, they won, the Oregon State's won six of their last seven, so they're hot right now. Meanwhile, Tennessee has lacked some consistency. Their offense isn't great. Let's go for an upset. Let's go with Oregon State here. Oklahoma versus Liberty. Yeah, I already know where this one's going. Uh, I'm sorry, but I got to go with OSU. OSU over Liberty every day of the week. If you want more on this, I mean, Liberty's only averaged 59.6 points per game. Um, they haven't played a single-ranked opponent. Meanwhile, OKST is 9-5. and five. They've beaten Kansas. They've beaten Baylor, Arkansas, Texas. They won twice over Texas Tech and Oklahoma. I like what I see, so I'm sticking with it. San Diego State over Cuse. Syracuse getting in. I like Syracuse's offense, but they struggled against ranked opponents. San Diego State has only lost four games this year, twice to Utah State, once to BYU, and once to Colorado State. Syracuse struggled against teams like Virginia, North Carolina, Clemson, Georgia Tech, Rutgers. Um, and they and the Aztecs, San Diego State, they have a top 10 defense. Um Man, I always like going for Syracuse. Syracuse has made it far as as an 11 seed before, but I'm going with uh, San Diego State. But I think that one's close. If if anything's an upset, that could be it. West Virginia and Moorhead State is next. Uh, I'm probably going with West Virginia in this one. Moorhead State hasn't beaten any ranked opponents. They did only lose seven games this year. Um, but, I mean, they lost to Clemson. They lost to Ohio State by 33. West Virginia definitely going with you guys. Um, oh, oh, where are we going? How did we get here? We just saw that one. Clemson and Rutgers. So Clemson, Clemson and Rutgers both, both getting in right now. Again, Cle Clemson's not usually a great basketball school like that, but they have a great defensive unit right now. They're attracting some good players. Amir Sims only thirteen point has 13.3 points per game and is the only player, wow, averaging above double digits. So they have a deep roster. Rutgers, meanwhile, uh, did beat Illinois in December, but let's see. Who else did they beat? Illinois, yikes, Maryland, Purdue. They did beat Purdue. Now, i got to go with Clemson. This is another one that's it's close, but look, at Rutgers has lost to seven top-ranked opponents. Clemson's a good team. They have a great, great offense. I want to go with Clemson here. And the last one is Houston versus Cleveland State. Cleveland rocks. Not in this case. Houston's offense, though, 57.9. It's not great, but I think their defense is probably much better. Um, and apparently their rebounding is really good as well. So Houston is going to be the team I pick here. And uh, I like what I see so far, friends. We got a good-looking bracket ahead of us. Again, you're rooting for those 16 seeds, specifically the University of Hartford Hawks to upset Baylor in the first round. Let's do it, friends. Let's do it, Hawks. Let's do it, Hartford. Let's go. Beyond that, I think you got some amazing play coming ahead of us. And uh, if you don't believe me, rewatch this again because there's a lot of tough teams. I had to make a few tough calls in here. And uh, who am I going to pick to win it all? Ooh, I'm not going to tell you yet. You're going to have to tune in next time or to my probably my regularly scheduled podcast where we go over the next round and the next round and the next round and the next round and so on and so forth. If you like what you heard today, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. The music you heard for the show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Special thanks to Mary Kay and Gary Albert. They are our social media warriors, and we love having them. 
like, comment, and share our stuff. And you know what? You too, like, comment, share, and all that funky do, dad, do, do, beep, bop, boop, boop, boo. And after that, that's all I have for today. Let's go swish, go hawks, caw Good night, friends. It's been a pleasure talking to you this evening. Have a good one. <laughs>